by Charlotte, a Situations Media Station. It's time to talk mental health with Dr. Earl Bowen Jr. Mental Health Monday, right now on The Morning Machine. And you know what time it is. It is uh, time for the Power Hour. Yes, that's right. The Power Hour that you come to know and love every single Monday morning. And that gets your week started off the right way. And the right way is the way we do it. And that is Mental Health and Mindset Monday. Let's dive right into it with Dr. Earl Bowen Jr. on the mental health side, who is Assistant Professor in Social and Behavioral Science and the University Counselor at Cheney University of Pennsylvania. He is also licensed by the Pennsylvania State Board of Social Workers, Marriage, and Family Therapists, as well as Professional Counselors. He is also certified in Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. Now, Dr. Bowen has completed countless research on the subject matter, so when he speaks about it, we are definitely listening. Now, furthermore, additionally, Dr. Bowen serves as Associate Rabbi at Congregation Temple Beth El, located in my hometown, favorite city, even though Embiid is out, but we're still finding ways to win. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, it's important to Dr. Bowen that I say that, and we got it in. So, with that said, powerful morning, Dr. Bowen. Hey, powerful morning to you, brother Rob. Good to be with you to, uh, this morning. Likewise, Good likewise. Good to be with you. Yes, always. Absolutely. So, what's on what's on the docket for mental health conversation today? Well, today, brother Rob, I want to talk about uh, letting go of guilt. You know, feeling guilty about something that you either said. Uh, or something that you've done, and then feeling really guilty about it, and then how do you let that go? You know, how do you do? You continually just keep beating yourself up because of something that's happened, or how do you deal with it and understanding it? And you know, last few weeks I've talked about different types of emotions that we go through. Last week I talked about happiness and finding happiness from within as opposed to uh, the external uh, factors of life. Um, But today I want to shift the paradigm a little bit and talk a little bit about uh, letting go of guilt and feeling guilty about things that's happened. Uh, And sometimes we all go through that in our lives. We tend to feel guilty about uh, various situations that happen. Sometimes the parents can can get divorced, and, and sometimes the children feel guilty that maybe they did something that was partly their fault. Um, but a lot of times it's it's regretting something that that you said. Uh, it might be a friend who has confided some very confidential information to you, and then you actually end up telling other people about it and then feeling really guilty about it later. And so where does that, where does that come from, um, number one? And the other thing is how do you let go? How do you let go? Uh, and a lot of times it's dealing with things that you can't change. I mean, if you've already said something or you've already done something, uh, it's, it's history. You can't go back and change what, what happened. But a lot of times we particularly feel bad when we violated somebody's trust, whatever that trust is that they confided in us and we betrayed them and we feel really guilty about it. And sometimes we feel guilty about 
making bad choices. You know, you do something, you know, you really shouldn't have, but you did it anyway. And then later you rethink it and you really feel guilty about what you've done. So sometimes it can be just making bad choices. Um, but a lot of times it's saying hurtful things to other people to get back at them, things that you know are very hurtful. But you say it anyway, and then you think about it later, and and you really feel guilty about it, you know. So I don't have a simple solution for feeling guilty about things, but I do know if um, if you are feeling certain things about what you said or done to other people, one thing you should know is that that's normal, that it's normal to feel guilty about something that you've said or done and you regret doing it. Um, and so that's number one to just keep in mind. But the good news is that there is a path forward. There is a way of sort of reconciling that, and that's really what the crux that I want to kind of get to to, to uh, this morning. Um, and so thinking about uh, this idea of feeling guilty and where it might come from, um, a lot of feeling guilty about things is being able to let go of the guilt. And as you let go of why you're feeling that way, it's also understanding where these feelings are coming from. That is, where do they really originate? And then acknowledging the impact that it has on you. So sometimes, you know, when we do things and we kind of know we shouldn't have, we kind of can, we, sometimes we suppress that. And we don't really delve deeply into where that feeling is really coming from. And then acknowledging, like, hey, you know what, this really has impacted me in, in several ways. And so the way that guilt impacts us in terms of uh, being symptomatic, it just begins to manifest itself in how we feel, how we think, and how we act. So feeling guilty has an emotional a cognitive and a behavioral effect on us. Although it does affect people differently based on personality and history. So if you think about, first of all, what is the emotional impact of feeling guilty? You know, where does where does that come from? And so a lot of times it's it's remorse. It's this, this overwhelming feeling of regret and sorrow about one's actions. It's also sadness, feeling uh, very unhappy, a state of being unhappy. A lot of times it's anxiety, which is worrying about the potential consequence of that judgment. So not only are you, are you remorseful and not only are you sad about it, but the anxiety kicks in because you start to worry about what are the potential consequences might have for me in terms of not only how I feel about myself, but the judgment that might come from other people. Uh, and the other thing is is you feel some sense of shame that of what you've done. And so these emotional effects of guilt are things that we have to acknowledge in our lives. We have to acknowledge the remorse, the sadness, the anxiety, and the shame that goes along with it. Uh, some people will deal with it in other words, dealing with it, meaning coping with it, through just avoiding, just steering clear of uh, anything that's associated with something that they've done wrong. So you notice that 
their behavior is different, but instead of acknowledging something that's going on, they rather avoid the topic altogether. And so that way of coping will probably work for you in the short run, but not in the, in the long in the long run of things, the long scope of, of life in general. Um, seeing you're sorry, expressing remorse, seeking forgiveness. You know, these are all things that, you know, we tend to go through. A lot of people go through this idea of this practice of self-punishment, where they punish themselves for things that they've done or things that they've said. You know, I had a person that come to see, they came to see me uh, counseling therapy several, several months ago, and um, she had had a very, very a volatile relationship with her mother and had said some things to her mother that she later regretted because her mother her mother passed away the following day. So she was unable to really talk and, and express the remorse that she felt. And it took a couple of sessions to understand where her depression was really coming from. But it was coming from this place of like saying something that she did not really mean, but she was being hurtful to the other person and never having an opportunity to uh, try to rectify that situation. And so dealing with that guilt was became the focus of many discussions that we had in, in the uh, as we had other sessions. So this sort of feeling guilty, first of all, uh, as I said before, is normal. But it can have a significant effect on your life. It can make you feel bad about yourself. It can make you feel stressed out. It can affect your relationship with others. And it can affect your physical health. It can also influence how you approach future relationships, and particularly how you see yourself. So if you are feeling some sense of guilt about something that you've said or that you've done, that's impacting your life or it's becoming hard to manage as you go through day-to-day life. It's nothing wrong with getting assistance from a mental health professional or talking to somebody that you can confide in who's who's not going to be judgmental. Because a lot of times, particularly if you seek out the help of a mental health professional, someone in the field, usually they can provide some personalized strategies to support you in dealing with the guilt that you will be that you will be undergoing, uh, and give you some tools that can help you in that in that journey. Um, so, why is it so difficult to overcome this experience of feeling guilty? Why is that so hard? Um, because first of all, letting go of guilt can be very very challenging. But what it requires is a deep sense of, number one, self-reflection. So in order to let go of the guilt that you may have imparted to others, you have to first of all be willing to look deeply at yourself. So self-reflection is number one. The other thing, though, is accountability. So self-reflection as well as accountability. That is acknowledging the role that you played in that situation and number two, taking responsibility for that, because that can really help in relieving some of the emotional burden 
that you may be going through as you move forward. Uh, that's going to be important because, first of all, you do have to forgive yourself, self-forgiveness. Uh, and it's accepting a pardon that you make for yourself for a perceived, for a mistake that you've already made, but you are actually looking at it in terms of, first of all, I need to forgive myself. So humans should release guilt and its emotional ties by recognizing the consequence of their action. And this really starts with being compassionate toward yourself, understanding that we all make mistakes, we all say, and sometimes do things that we regret later. So self-compassion is also important in terms of healing. And then learning from the experience. So instead of thinking about things in terms of what was right and what was wrong, you try to see it uh, in a way where you recognize that you feeling guilty is part of your own growth process. That although you felt guilty about what you said and what you did, you actually start to reframe it in a way where you see that as an opportunity to grow. So again, you're not totally beating up on yourself, but you're seeing this as an opportunity for growth uh, and reframing that in that manner. So what you really want to do is think about what happened, number one, and admit if you were responsible in some way of making, say, uh, some bad choice in that situation. And then the takeaway becomes what did you learn from that situation? It is what did you learn about yourself as a result of that that's going to make you better? And what improvements can you make that will make you better as we go through the journey of life? Because every situation that occurs, whether good or bad, is an opportunity for growth and it's an opportunity to learn. That is to become more aware of, of who you are and looking within thyself, knowing thyself in all thy ways. And so this might be a very sort of tough practice, but it's also necessary. So first of all, letting go of the guilt. Um, I know it's difficult to do, but it also takes time. So there are actually five different areas that I want to point out this morning that might help you in letting go of guilt. Now, first of all, we do have to acknowledge, although it takes some time, it's important to name exactly what it is you did, to give it a name, and to acknowledge it, number two. The third thing is to accept it for what it is or what it was, what happened. The fourth thing is to learn from it, and number five is to move forward. So... These are the areas that I think are most important in letting go of guilt. To name it, to acknowledge it, to accept it, to learn from it, and then to move forward. Um, and so this is an important point that I wanted to make because I think it's all important and it's all relevant when we think about our individual journeys in life. And how do we do that and how do we let go of guilt as it happens? Now, there are a couple other things that I wanted to just point out this morning before uh, I end 
um, this talk, and that is I want to talk about a couple of things that I actually would like to say are tips in, in developing um, greater levels of mental health. And so there are actually six, and I'll just kind of go through them slowly. The first one is, as I've talked about before, is setting boundaries for yourself. Setting boundaries. That's important because what you want to do is prevent yourself from becoming overextended and obligations and things that you need to do. So make sure <clears throat> that you are able to set clear and concise boundaries. The other thing is to remember that you deserve time for yourself. That as you go through your day and you start to figure out, I need to do X, Y, and Z, all of these things, remember as you think about all of the things that you need to accomplish or that you want to accomplish, that you deserve to also take some time for yourself. The third thing is to know that healing from any past event or events that were traumatic, that it takes time to heal. Know that healing from the past takes time. It does not mean forgetting but it means giving them less space in your life. So that although you may have done something or something happened to you that you view as being hurtful, what you don't want to do is to give it a lot of space where it becomes overwhelming. So it does not mean that you forget about the hurt, but it does mean that you give that less space in your life and the things that you have to do during today. It becomes some part of your day, but it does not become overwhelming. And then the other thing is to make or refresh a list of what you're thankful for. That is, look at, say, at least three things every week, at least, that you are thankful for. And making that list and refreshing that list of what you are thankful for in life at least three times during the course of a week. Know that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Know that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And then the final thing is do not suffer in silence. That if you're going through a situation in your life and you know that it's taking a lot of an intense emotional toll, do not suffer in silence. So remember these things. Set boundaries for yourself to prevent overextension. Remember that you deserve time to yourself. Know that healing from past hurts does not mean forgetting about them. It means giving them less space in your life. Make or refresh a list of what you're thankful for. And look at that list at least three times a week. Know that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. And do not suffer in silence. If you take these these things and begin to incorporate them into your daily life experience, you'll find that even though you may experience trials and ups and downs in life, it will make it much easier for you to deal with those things and to cope with them in a very healthy manner 
And remember that mental health is actually not just mental. It's also physical. It's emotional. And it's spiritual. All these things are interrelated components of developing a wholeness in our lives, which contributes to our overall well-being. And so with that, I'm going to end, uh, Brother Rob. I hope I said something that may have had some relevance to some of those who are listening this morning. And uh, I also, as always, uh, pray for uh, those who are listening and part of our community for good health and uh, that uh, the Most High God will be with us all as we embark on the beginning of another week and Black History Month. So we also want to keep that in mind as well. So, Brother Rob, all the best to you as always. Have a good week, and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Oh, that's not a hopefully. We will talk soon. As soon as (laughs) next Monday. (laughs) 